96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Let's go to work, bro. is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, friends. Happy March. Hope everybody is doing all right. We got a whole lot to get through today over the course of the next couple of hours. On the Workday Red Zone, a whole lot of wins to recap is what we got to do, which is never, never a bad slate. So we might as well breeze through the intro so we can get right to it. This is the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us today on the Ticket Radio Network. We're all over your radio dial. We're also online at 953thetickets.com. And you can take us with you on the go as well. Download the TuneIn app. Search for KNEA. And you'll be all set. If you want to shout at us today, easy peasy, 870-930-3776. On the Riot Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And, of course, you can also shout at us on social media, facebook.com slash theticketradio. And on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, today's question, excuse me, hiccup there, is posted for you using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio today. In this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. I'm getting awfully choked up, but Keith, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. <coughs> it's, it's been that kind of day where you wind up getting choked up. And I got I to did. see four teams win in person nice. yesterday. I did order some extra mal- allergy medicine today, so maybe that'll, <laughs> that'll, that'll help. help us out here in just a little bit. Hanging out with us for the full show today, producer Alex Galbraith in studio. Yeah, two days in a row. It's, yeah. a, it's a rarity. A rare occurrence, but I'm happy to be here. I'm going to do the same thing tomorrow too, so make it a three-peat. I was about to say, clearly yesterday was good luck. So yeah. maybe today, maybe this bodes well for tomorrow. Also, I hope so. I hope it bodes well today, and we get a women's win, and then tomorrow we get a men's win. And if that's the case, and I'll stick around on Friday too. That, that sounds perfect. That yeah. sounds ideal, actually. Um, recapping, as we mentioned, we've got a whole bunch of re- uh, a whole bunch of wins to recap. If I can spit it out uh, in this hour, we're going to hear some audio. From A-State men's basketball coach Mike Bellotto uh, as part of our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. We've also got a good clip to share with you from Terrence Ford as well. But uh, but in the 1 o'clock hour, in fact, straight up at 1 o'clock, we're going to check in with voice of Arkansas State women's basketball, Cade Carlton, so we can get that in-person uh, recap of what the Red Wolves were able to do yesterday and also look ahead to tonight's game. We might as well tell you all the things that happened yesterday. Before we go any further, though, not one, not two, not three, but four total A-State wins we're going to be recapping throughout the course of the next two hours, including two for Arkansas State basketball on the first day of the Sunbelt Conference Tournament in Pensacola. Last night, behind a potent three-point attack, the A-State men's team topped Coastal Carolina 86-69 to advance to Thursday's second round. Four players. Finished in double figures, led by Terrence Ford with 25 points. Red Wolves going to be playing a Troy in tomorrow's game. 2 o'clock is when that will tip off. Meanwhile, the A-State women's team also started their stay in Pensacola strong with a 76-65 winner over ULM 
Izzy Higginbottom did Izzy Higginbottom things. She led the Red Wolves with a 19-point performance and uh, helped this team get to their first gets their first tournament win since 2017. Did not realize it had been that long. But uh, the challenge gets a little bit steeper today as the Red Wolves are going to be playing Georgia Southern in second-round action. They won their last five in a row. Game time right here on the ticket at 5 o'clock. Pre-game coverage at 4.30. Also at A-State News, some games that we'll recap in the second hour of the program. A-State baseball earned a midweek doubleheader sweep over Mississippi Valley State, winning Tuesday's seven-inning games by the final scores of 12 to nothing and 3-2. to Some freshmen performed really well on the mound, and we'll throw some numbers at you later. Elsewhere, Arkansas basketball lost on the road Tuesday night at number 12 Tennessee, 75-57. Just couldn't really get the offense going in that one. Anthony Black, Devontae Davis. Both scored 13 points apiece. Grizzlies also winners last night behind a triple-double from John Morant in just an absolutely monstrous, ridiculous third quarter uh, that he was able to pull off at FedEx Forum. The final score there in that one for the Grizzlies and the Lakers. I should have had that written down. It was way way too much, not near enough. It was in an email somewhere, 121 to 109. That was the final score, so... We will try and work all of those things into the conversation over the next couple hours. But we'll also want to look ahead a little bit as well. It is This is March, um, literally, as it is now March 1st on your calendar. But this is also just, I, I feel like March, for me, March and October are like the months. The months. The months on the sports calendar. There is just so much awesome in so many different sports. And there's so many things to get excited about. And of course that starts with March Madness. This is kind of this is March Madness Eve right now going on across college basketball as we've got four different tournaments that are already conference tournaments that are already underway. We've got three conference tournaments that tip off tonight. You've got another conference tournament or two that tips off tomorrow and then the day after that and then the day after that and then the week after that and the next thing you know it's going to be selection Sunday. And then of course everybody knows what's happened what's happened after this. If you if you cannot if you are a sports fan right now and you cannot find joy in your life, I just <laughs> it's tough. What what are you doing? Um perhaps seek therapy because again this as as a sports fan this is our time to shine. Uh, but, you know, I want to know, aside from the madness, what sporting event are you the most looking forward to? Uh, gosh, we've got some madness, <laughs> to put it lightly, on the EAB family of stations <laughs> uh, coming up this week. And, and uh, obviously, you know, we continue to bring you all kinds of, of Arkansas State coverage, but we've got so many great high school teams in this area that we are also covering as well. Keith, you mentioned yesterday you got to see four different wins live four different in person. Wins live in person at Chickasaw Arena in Blyville, Arkansas. That's where the 4A state championship is being held, and I'll be there tonight. And two of those games involved the Brooklyn Bearcats, and those games will be broadcast on 101.7 KISS FM. Looking forward to that. Uh, pre-game coverage uh, for that. Uh, I, guess, I guess it's ladies first and the boys to follow. You'll be on air about, what, 6.50 or so? Uh, 6.50, 6.55, maybe a little later because yep. the hard start is 4 o'clock sure. in the afternoon. The Morton Devil Dogs, boys and girls, will play. So those two games will be done with before we start the Brooklyn girls first, boys next. Of course, across the EAB, we'll have games tipping off. Quite, all day. Uh, all day. And, and in fact, uh, the very first game 
on the slate coming up today is going to be the Nettleton girls as they are in action. Uh, in fact, they tip off at one. So uh, you'll hear the Raiders playing on Bob FM coming up uh, before we're even done with today's show. So that's exciting. Maybe we can throw some score updates for you in the second hour of the program. But Nettleton uh, coming up this afternoon here in just a bit, they're going to be facing Greenwood. So that's the very first game on the EAB slate again. That's on Bob FM. Coming up uh, just a little bit after that, in fact, at 2.30, the Valley View boys are going to be on the court for uh, the first time starting their tournament run against the Harrison Goblins. I love the Goblins. I love state tournament time because Arkansas high school mascots are undefeated, and there's so many good ones. And it's in because I don't really talk a, a lot of uh, a ton of of high school sports with you. Sometimes things kind of I don't want to say out of sight, out of mind, but I just kind of forget how cool this time of year is and how many awesome teams there are. And I'm going to get to broadcast the Nashville Lady Scrappers. Tomorrow. There you go. Fired up about that. Also managed to forget where rural special is every single year, but we can always Google that and figure it out. <laughs> I know they're always in a tournament bracket. How many hours did this team have to drive to yeah. get to this tournament? Yeah, but I always, I always kind of just uh, forget a little bit about about rural special. It is not in our listening area. I do know no. that. Uh, we mentioned uh, Nettleton, and then Valley View. Of course, Cade, uh, excuse me, Cade going to be on the call for the A-State women's game. Uh, that'll tip off at 5 o'clock here if we're going in chronological order. Then Keith on the microphone on KISS FM. Uh, as that one is, is slated to tip off at 7, the girls and then the boys uh, in Bearcats action. Coming up later on tonight, also tipping off at 7 o'clock, the Jonesboro girls will play their first game of the state tournament on 95-9, the Wolf. They're going to be taking on uh, Harbor. And then uh, the night cap tonight, Nettleton also in action but in boys' action, tip it off at 8.30, and they're going to start their tournament run against Van Buren. So that is two days slate across the EAB Sports Network. And to uh, point out where you can find streaming, because yes, please. guess who's doing all the streaming? We are. But you can watch it on aaascoreboard.com. So, well, Oswalt and I will be in Blyville today. We'll be broadcasting both the Moralton girls and boys. We've got a double dose of Devil Dogs. There you go. I love it. That's so awesome. Uh, maybe, you know, these state tournaments are, are going to be the highlight of your month, or maybe it's something else, but you can weigh in with us on the Right Fiber Hotline, which will be open during the break at 9303776 but just tell us what you're looking forward to this month of March. Well, we're going to step aside because one of the things I'm looking forward to is is hopefully a deep run for Arkansas State men's basketball and women's basketball in their respective Sunbelt tournaments. Both got off to a good start. We'll talk about men's action when we return right here on the ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Visiting with Sunbelt champion sprinter Miles Thomas. Whatever the answer is, give me the honest answer. When you got in the blocks for the final of the 60, are you racing those dudes or were you racing Jalen Bacon? Yeah, I, I knew I was going to beat those guys. I knew. I knew that wasn't the race. You just you asked him to be honest. Yeah. He's being honest. Yeah, it was more so I was racing at time. Racing the 656, yeah. Jalen Bacon. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. 
best savings anywhere at First National Bank. For a limited time only, a 13-month CD special at 4.03 annual percentage yield. You can visit fnbank.net slash specials to lock in your rate today. Also available by visiting any of our 23 locations in Arkansas and Tennessee. 13 months, 4.03 APY at First National Bank. Offer valid as of November 17, 2022. Rate subject to change. Valid at all locations. $1,000 minimum to open. Penalty for early withdrawal. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza on Race Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. Hey, John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC. We are professional grade. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday. And I got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro, or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. This place has a pulse. You hear it in the canopy. Feel it in the ground. Life, fully illuminated, engulfs you. From the birds singing in the treetops above to the tiniest insects in the soil below, you take a deep, cleansing breath, filling your lungs with the essence of the forest. Now, imagine it's all gone. Healthy, life-giving forests reduced to nothing. No singing birds, no lush canopy, and water and food in short supply around the world. Time is running out to protect our forests, and without our love, they can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our forests. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org slash love. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone.
Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. This noon hour is brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. We got some open phone lines going on right now at 9303776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. We've got a KavanaughCars.com question asking you, aside from the madness, what sports event are you most looking forward to in the month of March? We've got an A State update on the way. Brought to you by Calmer Solutions with some audio from Mike Bellotto. We've got a chat with Cade Carlton coming up in hour two. We've already got Sunbelt Action uh, that is tipped off in Pensacola. This is on, uh, this is women's action. As it is, uh, we're into the second round of the bracket. And right now on the court, Marshall is leading Coastal Carolina 28-21. to This one is just about at the half. This is uh, a game that is that is not on a state side of the bracket, so I'm probably not going to be paying a <laughs> ton of attention to be honest with you, but uh we'll throw out a score update somewhere along the way when it's, you know, at the end of the third or the end of the game or whatever. But I'd much rather talk about uh a state and all these wins we get to recap. Uh last night for the men, it was an 86-69 Victory over Coastal Carolina. Also, I want to take a quick moment to pat myself on the back for both of uh, my bold predictions coming true yesterday. I said that A-State would That's win good. both of their first-round games. But but uh, I'll be honest with you, I didn't feel like it was that bold of a prediction. A-State had recently, both the men and the women, beat both of the teams that they were facing. And not that previous success is a immediate indicator of, of future success, but I just felt like the way these games unfolded and uh, looking back at the way A-State beat Coastal Carolina at the beginning of this month, I felt like it was a pretty good indicator for, for what um, they would be able to do in Coastal, in, excuse me, in Pensacola against Coastal Carolina. Now, did I expect it to unfold the way it did? No, because I had no prediction about A-State going out last night and hitting 14 threes. And <laughs> that you was... hit 14 threes. I don't care who you're playing. Yeah. You got a good shot of winning that game. That, uh, they did. A-State missed its first three-point attempt, which was by Avery Feltz, and then I don't know if they missed any after that. Well, eventually they did, but uh, he answered on, you know, the next possession after that, I think, with, with a three, and then A-State was, was off and rolling. Um, I say off and rolling. A-State actually did start just just a little bit slow um, last night. In fact, they were down 15-8. to eight with uh, about five minutes into the game. So you had a seven-point deficit, but the next thing you knew, uh, Marquise Davis started getting hot, and then it was it was just kind of, kind of unreal. Um, you had a stretch where A-State went from down seven to up 11 in under 10 minutes, and so much of that was due to the three-point attack. And it was coming from everywhere, which was the fun thing to see. At the end of the night, you had... Avery Feltz, you had Terrence Ford, and you had Marquise Davis, all with four fours, four fours, four threes apiece. Uh, I don't recall any four-point plays last night, but with, with four threes apiece, and when you've got that many guys that are shooting it that well, that's just, I, I don't really know how you defend that, and clearly Coastal Carolina was unable to. You don't. You don't. Yeah, because you've got to, you've got to guard the goal. Otherwise, they're going to shoot layups on you all yeah. night. And when they're that hot from outside, ee, you run at them. That's about the best you can do. You tip your cap to Coastal Carolina. They they did not go away quietly uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Even after A-State got it up to uh, – A-State got the lead up to 14 points with three minutes left in the first half, and that was uh, after a three. 
by Marquise Davis, but then all of a sudden, a very quiet coastal team managed to find some momentum. They went on a 10 run to wrap up the first half, and then you were thinking, okay, well, clearly they have not waved the white flag or anything close to it. And they came to life. They finished that first half strong on a 10 run. So it was a four-point edge for A-State heading into the break. And, you know, in that first half, it was a really impressive half, uh, particularly by, by Marquise Davis. He picked a fun day to have, like, the best shooting game almost of his career. He had 14 first-half points. And you expect, you know, Caleb Fields to be there in the running as your leading scorer. You expect Terrence Ford to be there in the running as your leading scorer. When you have somebody not named Caleb or, or Terrence step up, that step up, that typically bodes well when you're getting production from other places. And they did. In the first half. Uh, the second half got a little... There were times it got uncomfortable. You know, Coastal early in that half got it down to one. It was it was a situation where Coastal never took the lead in the second half. But they, they got close. They got that deficit down to one. Several different times, including with right at about 10 minutes left. And then, guess what? <laughs> uh, A-State hit a three. And what was fascinating, the thing that kind of sparked the rally that would eventually close out that game and put A-State on top uh, for good and, and, and by a huge amount was actually sparked by Julian Lowell. Uh, came off the bench. He's not been one of the most talked about guys this season. Of course, he's played a lot because you've got seven dudes left. So they've all <laughs> so played. So they all played. Yeah. But Lowell last night off the bench, uh, he just had he had some key, key shots. He hit a once again once Coastal Carolina got it got it down to one for the last time. He hit a three on the very next possession, and then on the possession after that that A State had, he had an offensive rebound and a putback. So he had his own little five zero run, aided by an offensive rebound that he got for himself. And then after that, A State never looked back. Um, it again, Coastal Carolina didn't didn't completely give up because they're coached by a, a really good coach. But we would see it, it It finally got to a point instead of where these teams were trading shot for shot, A-State would get two buckets, Coastal would get one, A-State would get two, and, and again, they just kind of— And that builds the lead, yeah. slowly but surely. Yeah. And, and that's what helped A-State close it out last night, 86-69. to 69. The defense was fine. Uh, it was good in the first half. It, it uh, slacked up just a little bit in the second half, but it was still all right. But clearly, again, the the— win the reason for the win was was the shooting a state overall last night from three 14 of 25 and and especially salty six of eight in the second half that is salty that's enough for for crackers for everybody i i should have gone back today and and looked and i didn't even think about it sometimes way too often things don't occur to me until i'm in mid-sentence talking about it (laughs) Um, I would I would like to know how this second half, you know, if this was the best sh- best shooting second half or half period of the season, um, at least against Division One competition. A State shot sixty three percent from the field in the second half. They shot seventy seventy five percent from three in the second half. They shot eighty percent from the stripe in the second half. Those number those are all great indicators yep. of success. You're going to win a bunch of games doing that. You're not going to do that very often because (laughs) basketball, man. But when you throw that big orange thing 
in through that big orange ring, good things happen. When you shoot that well, you can just be okay in other aspects, maybe even slightly below okay, and you probably still got a good chance of a win. But A-State also, you know, they, it was, uh, they were even with Coastal on the glass. Uh, A-State had yet another game, thanks in part to the play of Caleb Fields and, and uh, Terrence Ford Jr., where they didn't turn it over a ton. So just eight turnovers, which is a number you can absolutely live with, especially when you've got enough possessions to score you 86 points and you only turn over the ball eight times. That's very solid. 19 assists. Uh, they didn't didn't foul, they for the most part played defense without fouling with the exception of Isaiah Nelson who was in foul trouble and, and unfortunately he's just he's still young he's still working on some growing pains in terms of defending without fouling and so you see that a bit but uh, all in all this game went about like you would you would hope and again exceeded expectations when it came to to the shooting Terrence Ford was a perfect four for four this is the second time in his last three games where he's at one hundred percent of his three point shots he was five for five in the penultimate game of the regular season he led the Sunbelt Conference in three-point shooting in conference games he was the highest scoring freshman the only freshman ever to average excuse me this season double figures and he was the leading scorer last night with 25 points he when we talked with Matt Stoltz yesterday he mentioned that Ford was not Ford felt like he got snubbed in terms of of the freshman of the year that's because he got snubbed yeah He's right. <laughs> so he went out last night and and he played like it. Now he finished with twenty five. Marquise Davis again, one of the better, if not the best, shooting nights of his career had twenty. Um, hat tip to Omar El Sheikh as well, who probably had a case for inclusion on on one of those conference teams. He finished with thirteen points and, and fifteen rebounds, and I know it was big for him. So he and and Issa Mustafa of Coastal Carolina, they're, they're both Egyptian guys, are countrymen. Uh, they're actually good friends, but uh, I'm sure that El Sheik was was pleased at the end of the day that he out-rebounded his, his friend and, and countryman. We didn't think Mustafa was going to play. Mustafa was going to play, but then he ended up out there and actually was out there for 25 minutes and recorded a double-double because he's a good player. But but Omar El Sheik, uh, good there. And, of course, Avery Feltz, um, just, he never shows up big in necessarily the box score, but Feltz just has that knack for hitting that three here or there that you need it, or managing to hit one or two or three on the road. You flash back to when these teams played in Jonesboro, and he had a, his own 9-0 run that essentially put that game away in Jonesboro, and then this one he just sprinkled in some threes here or there, ended up with 12 points. And Avery Feltz can shoot. Yeah. Avery Feltz has been able to shoot since he was in the seventh grade. <laughs> and he can still shoot. Absolutely. And again, the Red Wolves just really seem to like uh, the shooting there in Pensacola. Now, We'll hear from Mike Bellotto here in just a moment. Actually, I tell you what, we're already gonna we're gonna have to squeeze in a break because I've talked too long. Uh, but we'll <laughs> we'll hear from Mike Bellotto after a break here in just a moment. But the big question, if you're watching that game now, is of course you know A State's got to look ahead to Troy. But the big the big big question is is what's going to happen with Caleb Fields. Um, if you're watching that game last night, I guess it was probably about seven or so minutes left, and Fields was going up for for a layup. It looked like there was some contact while he was in the air, although it was not called a flagrant. It was just called a, a regular common foul. But it looked like there was some hard contact there, maybe even like he got pulled down or something. And he landed hard on on his broken wrist. Um, Caleb Fields is, I mean, give him. I, he's got my vote for the toughest kid alive. But 
through everything he's played for, you know, going back to December when he broke that wrist, there's there's been times where we've seen him play clearly in pain where you've been able to, you, you see his facial expressions, you see him holding that wrist. I've never seen him look like he looked last night when he came down on it. You know, I was, clearly I'm not in Pensacola. I was watching that game from the couch, but you you could hear him yelling in pain in the background. Yeah. So, of course, he was attended to by multiple trainers um, there on the scene. And then as soon as they got him up, you know, it was did not pass go, did not collect $200. He went straight to the locker room. Um, I checked in earlier today with, with Matt Stoltz, and he said, he, you know, he hadn't caught up with Coach Bellotto yet today. He did not have an update on field. Uh, we won't hear the clip here in a moment, but when asked about it last night in the post game, you know, Bellotto did not have an update at that point in time. They anticipated x-rays. And uh, I know, I, I'm pretty sure, if my eyes didn't see me at the end of the game last night, Fields was was back on the bench at the end of the game, but he was wrapped up pretty good on that wrist. So, um, Fields has played through so much this year, I would not be stunned <laughs> to see him on the court tomorrow. But at the same time, man, you just... At, at some point, with an injury like he's had, you don't want it to make it worse. Yeah. And... If you can deal with the pain and it won't make it worse, okay, fine. But there's a point where you get past that and the swelling gets too much and you you can't do anything with your wrist because it's all swollen up. Yeah. Yeah. So cross your fingers. (laughs) Say a little prayer for for Caleb Fields that that he's going to be okay because, again, that was – that was as much pain as, as I think we've seen him in this season. So that was that was really tough. Um, if if he is unable to go, I guess that means you'd be down to six guys for tomorrow because I'm not sure what Aladine Butayev's status is. You know, he was out for a while with a broken hand. He was back for the last couple games of the season, but but he did not appear on the court last night. Uh, even even when that game was clearly out of hand at the end of the game, he did not make an appearance. So that, Which leads you to think he's not available. Yeah. So uh, he's not available. If you're downfields as well, then then we will see six guys on the court for A-State tomorrow. But um, I tell you what, we'll probably talk about tomorrow's game tomorrow. First, we need to step aside for a break here in this noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. And we'll come back with your Calmer Solutions A-State update. Some audio with Mike Bellotto when we return. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Livestock down, most crops up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. March corn at 633 and three quarters up four and a quarter with May corn at 630 and a half up a quarter. March soybeans at 1504 up 13 and a half with May soybeans at 1492 and a half also up 13 and a half. March wheat at 691 and a half unchanged with May wheat at 706 up a half. May cotton at 85 even up 97 with July cotton at 8547 up 101. March rice at 1721 up 24 cents with May rice at 1757 and a half up 22 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, April live cattle 16505 down 42 and a half with June live cattle 16052 and a half down 82 and a half. March feeder cattle 18860 down 120. April feeder cattle 19420 down 87 and a half. April lane hogs at 8472 and a half down 45 with May hogs at 9380 down 60. 
That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. You're thinking about selling your land, testing the water. You want to dip your toes in, not plunge into the deep end. If you make a big splash, everybody knows your business. Good news, no one needs to know your business. You can dip your toes and keep your pants dry. Talk to Tiller. They'll put your land in the land vault. When buyers call, Tiller will give them a description only, no maps, no location, no owner info. When the same interested buyer calls again, Tiller calls you. With your say-so, the prospective buyer signs a confidentiality agreement. That's a way they protect your privacy. Tiller doesn't ask you to sign a thing, not even an exclusive listing agreement. They trust you. Selling your land is a big decision. It's your business. When you put your land in the land vault, you keep your business to yourself. They started Tiller Land to help you sell your land, farm or recreational. The land vault is one way they commit to you, the seller. To find out how the land vault works, talk to Tiller. Tillerland.com. It's Mattress Madness. Get slammed on deals during the Mattress Madness sale at Gamble Home Furnishings. Don't miss your shot. Save up to $1,000 off Beautyrest Black Mattresses. Score big savings on select Queen Mattresses. Just $199. Stop by for a slam dunk demo. Come in for a 10-minute mattress demo and get a free $10 MasterCard gift card. No purchase necessary. Make a fast break to Gamble Home now for your Mattress Madness in the Farville Curve and on Highland in the Uptown in Jonesboro. Gamble home shop local give local when you bank at first security you're choosing better for yourself and fellow arkansans better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources and better support for the things that matter to you as well as the communities that matter to us all because finding your better at first security makes arkansas better too first security Bank better. Member FDIC. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro for best of the best six years in a row. My family and I finally found the perfect apartment to rent. My school is right down the block. Can we go to the park anytime we want? Yes, sweetie. Then, after we were turned down, how was I going to explain? The landlord doesn't want families with kids in his building? So we made a call to HUD and found out that's illegal. If you think you've been discriminated against, call HUD at 1-800-669-9777 or go to hud.gov slash fairhousing. Fair housing is your right. Use it. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone this noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. DMI-Office.com is where you can find out more information about what they can do for your office, whether you're in need of a new desk or some new seating or whether you need a complete complete reorganization and design layout with some new cubicles or whatever else, it's dmi-office.com. We've got some audio here uh, following last night's Arkansas State winner over Coastal Carolina from head coach Mike Bellotto as part of our Calmer Solutions A-State update. So, uh, hey, let's dive into this. As we mentioned 
You know, there there were a handful of things that A-State did well last night in that win, but none more so than that ridiculous shooting, 14-25 to 25 from three, which will get in the win column more often than not. <laughs> uh, Coach Bellotto talks about the Red Wolves' success from deep. You know, we talked about confidence and going into a tournament setting and neutral sites and things like that. You know, nothing's different. You just got to take good ones. I thought we took some good ones. I, I thought we even took some bad ones I was okay with because we were shooting the ball so well. But, you know, I'm glad those guys were able to step up. You know, Davis in the first half opened it up for us, and then Avery in the second half made two gigantic ones back-to-back that kind of opened up the game. So just real proud, just got to stay healthy and, and looking forward to playing on Thursday. We mentioned that despite that, you know, big run in the first half, Coastal Carolina finished that half with a, a run of their own, and then it got close. Got close a couple times in the second half. Coastal never retook the lead, but there were a couple times they cut that A-State lead down to a single solitary point. That being said, clearly, you know, A-State never panicked. They never pressed. They just continued to stick to the game plan and, and execute, and next thing you know, they were running away with it. Yeah, I think I was really proud of is I thought even during that time uh, in the second half where they made some shots to cut it between three or two or one, there were tough ones. I thought our defense was actually pretty good. They just made tough shots, and then we, but we responded every time. That was the thing that I was really proud of our team. We didn't rush anything. We didn't try to take bad ones and get something quick. We just ran our offense and got a good look, and if we missed, we guarded again. So I think we call it kills where it's three stops in a row. I think we had seven in the second half, so... That shows you right there, and if you hit a couple shots here and there, the, the, the lean balloons up, and now we're able to do that. Clearly it was hype last night at the Pensacola Bay Center. You can hear the sound system. Just Yep. Everybody everybody pre-gaming, getting their game face on uh, for the game that was coming up next. Uh, what else we got here from Coach Bellotto? Um, of course, he talked about Terrence Ford, who was the leading scorer last night with 25 points. He also had five assists. And a steal in that game, and just you know, it seems like every time they put something else on on Ford's plate, he steps to the occasion. He had to be the guy last night after Fields went down, and he handled that just like he's handled everything else this year, and then that was very well. I, I'm not even gonna lie, I was like real, I was aggravated yesterday. Like it was like it hit a big, it, like it hit me kind of hard. I'm like, because I feel like I earned it, I deserved it. So me and Coach Bellotto and the rest of my teammates, they all thought of the same thing. So they all just told me, use this as fuel, don't dwell on it, don't get sad about it. Come out and show everybody why you deserve this, deserve that. And I told the rest of my team, like, they had all conference team, all defensive player of the year. They ain't picked nobody for nothing. So we all got to use this motivation, come out, show everybody why we deserve something. We'll, uh, we'll share a clip with you here in just a second. That's Mike Bellotto talking about Kate, uh, Terrence Ford's performance. But the audio that you just heard was actually That's Terrence, Terrence Ford. Ford. Yeah. In the post game last night on 107.9 K-Find, you know, voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, asked Ford, you know, hey, just, just I'm going to ask you this. I know you'll be honest, but how did you feel about being snubbed for the freshman of the year honor? And clearly. <laughs> that that kind of gotten. Terrence's kitchen. He was not happy. He was not happy, and I'm glad. I don't think you should be happy when that kind of stuff happens. By the way, his overall numbers last night, shooting-wise, he was 7 of 10 from the field. He was 4 of 4 from 3. He was 7 of 8 from the stripe. So if this is if this is Terrence Ford with a chip on his shoulder, I sign me up for this. this yeah. It was a great, great performance. Here's Coach Bellotto talking about Terrence Ford's performance last night in the win. 
Yeah, I'm just so proud of him, like his growth. And people don't understand, like, how hard it is for a guard to be able to have to do what he does at, at a, as a freshman and the, the amount of pressure that's been put on him. You know, I, nothing against any other freshman in this league. You know, the guy, the Hong Laden that got it, and Marshall's an excellent player. But he's got a pro on his team. You know what I mean? This kid is... Terrence, in my opinion, should be the freshman of the year, you know, and without question, had the most points averaged by a freshman, most minutes played by a freshman, led the league in three-point percentage, most starts, most minutes. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But, again, that's the wrong guy to get upset. So, you know, he, he, he took it a little personal. He did. Not that he cares about individual awards. He just cares that people acknowledge his hard work, and he felt like they didn't. So you get 25, so I'm hoping he gives you another 25 on Thursday. I'm sold. I was I was also in the Terrence Ford for freshman of the year camp, um, but you know now, John Lee Recourse is making everybody look silly that didn't vote for you, and he certainly started that started campaign out last pretty night. Pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also of note, you know, last night A State got twenty nine points from its bench compared to just twenty from Coastal Carolina. Now, of course, the big difference there is that Coastal had six guys come off its bench, and A State had two. Uh, so you had some really, really good performances. Uh, we mentioned the shooting already from Marquise Davis, but Julian Lowell, by the way, he had a he was plus twenty six in the plus minus, and he only scored nine points. So clearly, a lot of what he did was also aiding on on defense as well. And as you can imagine, Coach Bellato very pleased with that performance. Huge, those guys coming off the bench. So proud of them. You know, Marquise came in again offensively, gave us a spark. And I thought Julian defensively throughout the entire game and rebounding was just phenomenal. He made so many plays that don't come out on a stat sheet, but as a coach you enjoy uh, watching. He made a huge wall-up play in transition uh, that would have put him within six, and then he stopped him when he came down and hit a three. So it went from six to nine just like that. So just we need him to continue to play like that. You know, we don't, we don't have a lot of bodies, so that's, that's what we need. Last thing here, Troy is up next. This is a team A State has already faced twice. Coach, tell us about tomorrow's matchup. We did. We up 10 in the second half. You know, they came back on a run and ended up winning by four. But um, they're a very good team. Defensively, I think they're the best team in the league. And then offensively, they get hot. I think they hit 16 threes in their last game against a Coastal or somebody like that. So it, it was it was something they can do it and they can turn it on. So we just need to uh, stay consistent and stay positive and stay healthy. And we only got 24 hours to do it. So I guess we got to find some magic pill. But it is what it is. But we're just looking forward to playing on Thursday. You see Alex across the glass, like, willing that audio to play sometimes. <laughs> sometimes our computer doesn't want to cooperate yeah, it's with like it. you pull it up and it's there and you're cooking play yeah. and it wouldn't start. I'm like, come on, come on. <laughs> we made it through, though. That was our Calmer yeah. Solutions update. Uh, we take care of technology so you can take care of business. And, of course, that was audio from Mike Bellotto. Again, we'll talk a whole lot more about, about Troy tomorrow. Um, it's It's – now that it, it, we know about Troy, it's going to be the same team today. Say it's already faced twice, but uh, it, it'll be a lot easier to do a game preview tomorrow when we know a little bit more about the status of Caleb Fields. Yeah. Um, so, so we're going to table the A State men's basketball talk for just a little bit. Of course, the women picked up a win uh, last night, or excuse me, yesterday afternoon, actually, as well as they started uh, what was a four day. Four-win day for A-State Athletics, but we'll get kind of the in-person recap of that at one when Cade Carlton joins the program to share his thoughts about that winner last night and also what's ahead for A-State today. 
Uh, do you want to throw out a couple of additional A-State news and notes? Uh, baseball, it's just that time of year. We, <laughs> the Red Wolves are originally scheduled to play, you know, a midweek, double, uh, midweek series, two-game series against MVSU last night and tonight, of course. They tonight, they ain't going to play yeah. tonight. Had to play two yesterday, and then, of course, coming up this weekend, A-State slated for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday series against Missouri State. That is also not happening. There will be no baseball at the Tom on Friday. Instead, they're going to play two on Saturday. Uh, game one is going to start at 2 p.m. Game two, about 35 minutes after the end of game one. And then uh, the original start time of 1 p.m. on Sunday is uh, still going to hold there. So so just the Friday and Saturday changes. No game Friday, doubleheader Saturday. Um, wait a week and next week's schedule will change too. It's just the way it is when you get into March. Uh, also, one more A State note here. Want to wish uh, or, or want to wish good luck and say a big congratulations to Cameron Newton Smith as she has qualified in the NCAA Indoor Championships in the pentathlon. Uh, if you haven't, we talked about her before on the show, but if you don't know about her comeback story, it's it's pretty incredible. Um, you go back to 2020, and she had qualified for the NCAA Indoors. If I recall correctly, it was being held in Albuquerque. They were on site. Her along with Coach Vining. Uh, who is a multi-events coach there at A-State, and they were ready, and it was literally like the day of the events. And the entire athletic world shut down due to COVID. So no competition. You get back on the plane, you come home. The next year, an Achilles tear close to the end of the season. So she undoubtedly would have qualified again, but, I mean, that's that's a significant, significant athletic injury. Yeah. And, and rarely do you see athletes come back better and stronger from, from an Achilles. Things like ACLs and, and UCLs, there's so many different – they just patch those guys up and, and women throw them back out But there. Achilles tendons yeah. are hard to heal. But yet she has came back from that, and now she is qualified for the indoor championships, and, and she is going to be one of the favorites in this competition for most of the year. She actually had the top performance in her event – and uh, and and had the the highest total score across the NCAA. Even had a weekend where she was a world leader. And so, really, really looking forward to her see, seeing her compete in this event. Little little bit of sad news with the multi events. Colby Eddowes, for so much of the season, looked like he would be joining his his teammate and also his country person, as he's an Australian as well at, at these indoor events. And the indoor is a little different than the outdoor. They only take the top 16 finishers in each different discipline. He's number 17. They don't have scratches in the pentathlon. So um, hopefully, though, we'll just look forward to seeing him at some of these championships in the future. He's only a freshman. So anyways, uh, we'll have more details on that once it gets closer to championship time. But let us step aside. We've got one more break to take here in this noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin. Office Interiors we will do so. Come back. Wrap up the noon hour right after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The NFL Combine is the first chance for a lot of football fans to get a better understanding of this year's draft class. Players go through extensive medical and athletic testing, as well as a string of intense interviews designed to uncover a player's mental strength. Knocking these tests out of the park can do a lot for a player's draft stock. But even with so much to gain, an invite to the Combine isn't always necessary for career success. Just look at players like... 
Julian Edelman and Tyree Kill and Antonio Gates and Malcolm Smith, all four players finished up their collegiate careers without an invite. Edelman is now a borderline Hall of Famer. Hill is one of the top weapons in the NFL. Gates is a Hall of Fame tight end. Malcolm Smith, a former Super Bowl MVP. Players of this caliber don't often slip through the cracks. But when you start to look at the overall history in Indianapolis at the Combine, failing to receive an invite is far from a death sentence in today's National Football League. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant or cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. If you're a regular listener, you know I always recommend Simply Safe Home Security, but I'm not the only one. U.S. News and World Report said Simply Safe, best home security system of 2023. CNET recently awarded them their editor's choice for home security. Customize the perfect system for your home. Takes just a couple of minutes at simplysafedan.com. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafedan.com, and there is now something new from Domino's Pizza. Loaded tots are here. Golden brown tater tots topped to perfection with the best parts of a pizza. Loaded tots come in three delectable flavors. Philly cheesesteak, melty three cheese, and cheddar bacon. Get your loaded tots now as part of the Domino's Pizza Mix and Match deal. Only $6.99 each when you choose two or more items from Domino's Mix and Match menu. Get them for carry out or delivery now at your Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations and online at dominoes.com. Uh, this is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders. One of the best parts of my job is hearing from our customers. I'm Lori Cartwright. My roof was damaged in a hailstorm, and I needed help fast. I called Roof Raiders because many of my friends had used them with great results, and they came through for me as well. They showed up on time and had my roof and shed done in less than a day. I highly recommend Roof Raiders to get the job done well and fast. Locally owned with fast, reliable service, we're ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with a locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. The cost of nearly everything is rising, including the cost of borrowing money. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we recommend a strong borrowing strategy as a vital part of every good business plan. Our loan experts can guide you through a great lending strategy to maintain and grow your business before rates rise again. Find the lender to meet your needs on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC and equal housing lender. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Last couple of minutes here in this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. I 
I'm a little bit embarrassed. You know, we spent have already spent a significant amount of time today talking about A-State's win over Coastal Carolina uh, last night, and I failed to mention the best highlight of the game. It was not the incredible shooting that A-State displayed, although that was a lot of fun to watch, but if you haven't seen Marquise Davis's thunderous windmill dunk yet on social media, go find it. It's worth your time. It was They used that on ESPN. That's where I Did, saw Okay. I was wondering if, if yeah. they would. Yeah, the the worldwide leader picked that one up. It says Davis thunders home windmill dunk. I need to go find the uh, the ESPN clip of that because that was again that was a pretty good moment. I know as as soon as it happened, the broadcasters on that game were like, "Oh, call it the ESPN!" So I'm glad it made its way uh, to to Sports Center or to a top yep. ten or what have you. Because it was a great, great play. Again, Troy, tomorrow we'll talk the women's basketball win with you. Here in just a moment is Kate Carlton will join us on the Right Fiber Hotline at the top of the hour. So we'll get his perspective of that winner over ULM, which was a lot of fun to watch as well. I will tell you that final score was closer than the game actually was. <laughs> uh, but uh, th- there was really never a doubt for me that the A-State women would advance either. So fun times all around. We've still got a couple baseball wins to recap in the second hour. But Keith... Uh, again, we were we were giddy earlier at the start of the show about the month of March and all the things that There's are ahead for so us. Much stuff yeah, it's fun. But in addition to the madness, the high school state tournaments are so much fun because they go everywhere in the state. You have some horrendously long trips, but. <laughs> These are going to be places that some of these kids would never see otherwise. And fans make the trips, mamas and daddies and uncles and cousins. Yeah. And even if you're one and done, even if you get knocked out in your first game, it's still a tremendous accomplishment to make state. Yeah. It's not easy to do. And, you know, from 4A down, you've got to have success in regional tournaments. Now, 5A and up, yeah, it's the round robin. And you either get in or you don't get in. But still, I I love state high school basketball tournaments. They're just so much fun. Refreshes again on the Brooklyn games and their opponents that you'll be on the call for tonight. Okay, the Brooklyn girls will be playing Star City. Okay. And that'll start somewhere in the neighborhood of 7 o'clock. And then the boys take on Watson Chapel. And both those games will be broadcast on KISS FM 101.7. And all the games from Blyville are being streamed. And we're doing that, too. Uh, You can find them on aaascoreboard.com. And that's where you can go to. You want to see a team play... High school state basketball, that's where you go. They got streams everywhere. We're doing the one in Blyville. Well, I am already looking forward to recapping some wins with you tomorrow. But we appreciate the time today, and we'll let you get ready to go call some games. Thanks much. Uh, Keep it right here, though. Uh, That does wrap up the noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. But we've got a lot more on the slate in hour two, and we're going to start with a chat. With voice of A-State women's basketball, Cade Carlton, he'll recap a winner over ULM when we come back. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
This is Will Oswald with your Wednesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plants and Tire Service. A big day for A-State Sports on Tuesday with four big wins. In the Seminole Conference Basketball Championship Tournament in Pensacola, Florida yesterday, the A-State women with a big first-round win over ULM 76-65. Led by Izzy Higginbottom's 19 points. They'll take on Georgia Southern in the second round this afternoon at 5, pregame 4.30 here on the Ticket Radio Network. Terrence Ford Jr. had a game-high 25 for Mike Milano's men as they routed Coastal Carolina 86-69. They'll play Troy in the second round tomorrow afternoon. In baseball yesterday, A-State swept a doubleheader at home from Mississippi Valley State. The nine-inning first game was run-ruled after six-and-a-half with a 12-0 A-State route. A-State with seven doubles in that game. In the nightcap, in the seven-inning affair, the Delta Devils had the tying run on third with two out in the seventh. Alan Greer's sliding catch in left field saved the day with a 3-2 to two A-State win in the second game. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed it plans the tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. So if you're ready to lose weight and you want to lose weight in a healthy way, it's time to turn to the team at Elite Total Health. Y'all, Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 4,300 pounds and counting. Yes, it's real. It's proven to work. Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've probably heard of semaglutide. The celebrities and the influencers, they're all talking about it. Semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss. And Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. So don't trust Billy Bob's tanning and tires with your health and weight loss medication. Turn to the clinic that has the people in place that do this every single day. Elite Total Health has multiple weight loss medications available, including semaglutide. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Jonesboro Dental Care, offering exceptional dentistry with a personal touch. Dr. Jonathan Cook and Dr. Mark Kingston have been voted best cosmetic dentist of NEA three years running. They are an Invisalign provider, as well as implants, crowns, veneers, and restorative dentistry, while placing an emphasis on preventative dentistry. Located at 2500 Browns Lane in Jonesboro, 870-340-2529. At Jonesboro Dental Care, exceptional dental care and top-notch service are the cornerstone of our practice. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. And take advantage now of all 40-year warranty metal for just $250 per foot while supplies last. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418. 
First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the My Card Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free My Card Rules app today in the Apple App or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon The Ticket Radio Network Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour 2 of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back into the Workday Red Zone. Tara Ritchie and Alex Galbraith still with you here in the Ticket to Studio. Not going to lie, I'm a little jealous of the trips we've taken so far this week on the Right Fiber Hotline to, to Pensacola, but we're due for another one as it's time to recap an Arkansas State women's basketball win uh, from yesterday at the Bay Center. And to do this, we go and join Voice of Arkansas State women's basketball, Kate Carlton, who... May or may not be joining us live from a beach chair right now. What's what's the scene in front of you? Are you at the actual ocean? Uh, I, I am at the ocean, so I, I am uh, uh, just finishing up lunch with SID extraordinaire Mark Taylor. So I walked out of this restaurant, uh, and I'm walking on the beach right now. So <laughs> must, not a bad day. Must be nice. Hey, set this <laughs> aside from the beach. Kind of set the scene for us in in Pensacola. What has this tournament been like? Uh, through a day and and just uh, kind of how has everything unfolded? Uh, it's been awesome, you know. I think uh, I guess this is year three, year four that it's been down here, and uh, you know, a lot of teams are, are able to stay on the beach. There's a lot of hotels uh, out in Gulf uh, Gulf Breeze, which is like 15 minutes away from the arena, and so uh, that's been awesome. And then uh, you know, the Sun Belt has had a really good setup uh, at at the arena. They have like a whole floor dedicated to. You know, media room, media workspace, hospitality, and all of that. So, uh, I mean, it, the last couple of years have been really good setups, uh, both in the arena and uh, and away from the arena. I would imagine it always helps uh, to have a positive outlook when you get to talk about a place after a win. And that's how A-State started their tournament run yesterday, 76-65 over ULM. What was the biggest reason A-State was able to uh, get in the win column yesterday? I thought, uh, you know, they moved the ball really well. I mean, they had four uh, in double digits, which usually, uh, especially in the last month, when this team has four in double digits, they're coming out on the uh, the winning end of things. And so, you know, they, they shared the ball well. Uh, the turnover number was, I think, 11, but the it was at nine going into the immediate, last media time out of the fourth quarter. And then, uh, you know, Destiny Rogers able to play some bench players, so it got into double digits. But... They shared the ball well. Uh, they didn't turn it over a whole lot. And then, you know, they, they knocked down some, some timely shots, too. I mean, Maylin Wilkerson makes four uh, from distance. You know, Izzy Higginbottom has that big layup before uh, the uh, opening half to push it to a six-point lead at the half. So, you know, I thought they shared the ball well and then made a lot of timely baskets to extend the lead, too. They got a lot of things that, you know, went right, particularly there in, in the third quarter where A-State went out and outscored ULM 27-13. to 13. Just why? Why was that quarter so big for A-State? 
I, I just thought uh, it, you know, A-State has more talent than ULM, and I just thought that kind of showed uh, in the third quarter. You know, they were able to, to put some pressure on ULM and then, you know, get a few turnovers and uh, be able to score off of that. And then, you know, they just they shot it effectively in the third quarter. I, I thought, uh, you know, last Wednesday, obviously, the second quarter was the big difference yeah. in the game where they're able to pull away. You know, they scored 35 points or whatever in the second quarter. And, you know, it wasn't quite – it wasn't quite that quarter in terms of a dominance, but it was close. And you just kind of saw in the third quarter that A-State put a complete quarter together and showed that they were a much better team than ULM, honestly. Talking with Kate Carlton here on the Right Fiber Hotline. Uh, we expect big things from Izzy Higginbottom. She was the leading scorer with 19 points. But uh, the second leading scorer yesterday, Baylin Wilkerson, she picked a, she picked a good day to have a, a good day of shooting. Yeah, you know, I was talking with uh, with Coach Dez in the lobby of the hotel, I guess about an hour or so ago. And, you know, one of the things that, that she mentioned is just not only with May Lynn, but, but with the whole team, just the mindset is uh, different this week. I mean, they, they are all locked in. They have they have one goal in mind, and it doesn't matter who does what to, to get to that goal. But, uh, I mean, May Lynn Wilkerson for the big day yesterday, I mean, 16 points, uh, Knocked down some big makes from three. I thought uh, L.A. Lord Pendleton found her a few times and, uh, you know, got her some good looks and then knocked down some free throws as well. And that's one of the things, too, that uh, this team has done well the last few games is uh, capitalize from the free throw line. I think they shot 77% yesterday. And so, uh, yeah, Maitland Wilkerson with uh, some really good minutes. And, you know, like I was saying earlier, when you have four and double digits, this yeah. team is hard to beat. You've talked, you know, you mentioned a different focus for this week, but you could also talk about how there's been a, a different focus in the past month. This team has won four out of the last five. You mentioned a lot of that is due to, to the to the balance scoring, having four players in double figures. But when you when you look back at this kind of late uh, season surge for A State, aside from just the scoring production, what's what's been the the catalyst to get this team going in a good direction? Yeah, and I think Des has even mentioned this too. But I, I just think you know there was. There was a point uh, about the end of January when uh, this team, you know, got together and had a players-only meeting and then obviously had meetings uh, with the coaching staff as well. And uh, I just think there was a lot of frustration and they just got tired of losing. And uh, you, you've kind of seen that uh, the, the last month. This team is – they're locked in. They don't want to lose. They're, uh, and they've been able to go on an incredible run because of it. I mean, you, you look back a month ago, I think everyone – figured they were going to finish 13th or 14th and be a first-round exit in the Sun Belt to now fast-forward a month. And, I mean, I, I think they're probably the hottest team in the conference tournament uh, right now. I mean, I, I don't know of any team, maybe Coastal Carolina, but I even think A-State's hotter than Coastal Carolina. So I think you just the last month you've seen this team kind of buy in and just honestly get tired of losing. They are going to face a, a team that's been rolling a little bit, you know, coming up later today in Georgia Southern. I'll be honest, I I completely forgot that these teams had already played this season. It was all the way back. I on, didn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was all the way back on December 31st. Clearly, you have some uh, very strong memories of that game, so share them with us. Well, uh, what I remember about that game is that uh, I remember two things about that game. Uh, number one, Tara Ward. Uh, it felt like she scored about a billion points that night. She only she only scored forty, which I know only forty, um, which was a career high for her. And so uh, she she uh, had one of the best individual performances uh, I've seen in the uh, last two years against a state calling their games. And so I remember that. 
And then the other thing I remember, and I was even talking with uh, Destiny Rogers about this this morning, is that in the final few seconds of that game, A-State had, you know, they they called the dogs off. They weren't going to play the intentional foul game. And Georgia Southern, I don't know, 96, 97 points. Uh, with 15 seconds left, they go down and score. And they're trying to get to 100. So, you know, Georgia Southern trying to run it up a little bit at the end. So those were the two things I remember about that game. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure there's no love lost for this one coming up today. Um Checking back in that box score, you know, this was one of the games where Izzy Higginbottom was was out um, due to the the plantar fasciitis. But but otherwise, you know, is there is there going to be any differences today in personnel, either from the A-State side or the, the Georgia Southern side? Yeah, you know, Malin Wilkerson had tweaked her ankle at ULM the, the game before, so she didn't play in the game. Obviously, Izzy was out with the plantar fasciitis, uh, Leilani Augment. You know, the, the game before missed at Monroe because she had issues getting back on a flight uh, whenever Southwest had grounded all their flights. So uh, she was playing her first game with, like, no practice in about a month. And so, I mean, you, you had seen injuries and just other things kind of pile up uh, with this team. And, I mean, listen, they're, they're a completely different team than the team they were when they uh, faced Georgia Southern. I don't think there's uh, any doubt about that. So, I'm very interested to to see what the the game looks like today. You know, Georgia Southern, one of the top scoring offenses, not only in the Sun Belt, but uh, in the country. They are one of the top rebounding teams in the country, one of the top uh, assist teams in the country, and, you know, probably have one of the three or four best players uh, in the Sun Belt. So uh, I'm interested to see how much different this matchup looks today with the fully healthy A-State team. So today, you know, to come out on top of this one, it it seems like, Kind of key one is is to slow down Taryn Ward a little bit. What else does this have this A State team have to do to be successful? Well, I don't know that there's such a thing as uh, slowing down Taryn Ward. I think slowing down Taryn Ward is holding her to like twenty points. Uh, but because <laughs> she's only had four games this year, I think where she hasn't scored in double digits. So, uh, but uh, I mean, I think the the rebounding uh, the rebounding is going to be huge today. I mean, uh, Georgia Southern, I think they're fifth in the country and second in the uh, conference, only behind Troy and rebounds per game. And so, you know, they've been able to create uh, a sizable advantage on the glass in just about every win they've had this year. So the, the rebounding is going to be huge. And then, you know, A-State just um, being able to play at that fast pace because Georgia Southern is going to be running gun up and down the floor. I mean, they want to play as fast as possible. And so uh, A-State kind of being able to e- either control the pace or be able to play at the pace of Georgia Southern and not turn it over is going to be uh, going to be huge today. Cade Carlton here with us. You'll hear him on the call tonight on the ticket. 5 o'clock is when this one tips off for A-State and Georgia Southern. 4.30, your pregame. Uh, the slate is is light so far. Just one other women's game in the books. Uh, one underway right now. Just a couple of men's games in the books. But any other takeaway? <laughs> any other takeaways from, from the tournament, from what you've seen on the court so far? Well, uh, my takeaway is this. I think if, uh, I think if A-State wins today, I think uh, I would be getting prepared to call a game on Monday. I think, uh, you know, everything beyond today kind of shakes out where you play Southern Miss on Friday, a team that has already beat you twice. It's hard to beat teams three times in a year. And I do think there are certain matchups that, uh, you know, you can exploit with Southern Miss. And then, you know, you get a chance at uh, most likely Texas State again on Sunday. So it it is kind of one of those deals where, I almost feel like the quarterfinal game is going to be the biggest hurdle uh, to get over with uh, with A-State. And uh, 
Uh, hopefully they do today because I, I think it'll be a long weekend if they do. Yeah, I guess we won't get mad at you if you spend more time at the beach. I guess at the end of the day, we're okay <laughs> with that too. <laughs> well, hey, listen, I, I hope both teams are down here. We, we have a full uh, hotel uh, of A-State people, so hopefully both teams just keep winning and we run this thing into Monday. All right, well, uh, we'll be we'll be rooting for that to happen, clearly, and we'll hear all about your adventures, but hopefully not until next week when you when you come back. Thanks for the time today, Kate. Have a great call tonight. All right, appreciate it. We'll see you. Again, that was the voice of Arkansas State women's basketball, Kate Carlton, there with us on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. We did get a confirmation tweet from SID Mark Taylor that, yes, that phone call was live from the beach. You know, yesterday yesterday was a really nice day in, in northeast Arkansas. It was really pretty. Today, though, it's it's probably going to storm. It's a little windy. It's a little gray. I'm a little bit more in my feelings that so many of my coworkers are at the beach today than I, than I was maybe on yesterday. The closest thing I got to a beach here is I, uh, during my lunch break, I went on a little walk around Craighead. And, yeah. You know, so the, uh, just if you imagine that the dirt is sand and that the brown lake is the ocean, then, you know, it, it's similar it's totally the same thing yeah it's so close it's so close to the same thing uh it's not even remotely close to the same thing but i tell you what we'll we'll get over it but let's step aside for a break i want to throw out just a a couple more notes from uh that win last night or excuse me yesterday afternoon for the a-state women also we'll get you updated on what's going on right now in pensacola other than just you know our friends and coworkers hanging out at the beach so we'll dive into that when we come back but we'll step aside for a moment keep it here with us on the ticket nobody crunches the numbers like kara take that for data the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. This is the Jonesboro Sanitation Director, Patrick Courtois. We hear the excuses all the time. We don't recycle because it's too much work or we don't know what to do. But here's Mitchell to tell you all about it. It's easy to recycle and it's good for Arkansas too. Jonesboro Sanitation picks up your recyclables twice a month and we even sort it for you. Blue recycle bins are available for only $25. Jonesboro residents call 870-932-3042. That's 870-932-3042. Or click the Jonesboro Sanitation page at jonesboro.org. Jonesboro, it's time to reduce, reuse, and recycle. So if you're ready to lose weight and you want to lose weight in a healthy way, it's time to turn to the team at Elite Total Health. Y'all, Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 4,300 pounds and counting. Yes, it's real. It's proven to work. Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've probably heard of semaglutide. The celebrities and the influencers, they're all talking about it. Semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss, and Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. So don't trust Billy Bob's tanning and tires with your health and weight loss medication. Turn to the clinic that has the people in place that do this every single day. Elite Total Health has multiple weight loss medications available, including semaglutide. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. 
Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. Visiting with Sunbelt champion sprinter Miles Thomas. Whatever the answer is, give me the honest answer. When you got in the blocks for the final of the 60, are you racing those dudes or were you racing Jalen Bacon? Yeah, I, I knew I was going to beat those guys. I knew I knew that wasn't the race. You, just, you asked him to be honest. Yeah. He's being honest. Yeah, it was more so I was racing that time. Racing the 656, yeah. Jalen Bacon. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. Soil, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Soil Ship Enterprise to explore soil life, to boldly grow where cover crops have never grown before. Farmer's Log, soil date 31655.4. We've come across some strange but incredibly helpful life forms. We didn't have to travel far to find them, but these organisms have proven invaluable on our trip through the solar system. They help feed us by nourishing and protecting our crops. They've built our soil structure to make it more resilient to the harsh weather we encounter. Our sensors indicate they're even helping us store carbon that plants take out of the atmosphere and put it back into the soil. Guess you can say our living and life-giving soil is the best thing to cling on to. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's soil fleet humor. <laughs> Visit your local USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service office today and learn more about the basics and benefits of soil health. This message brought to you by USDA and this radio station. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Alex with you today. Aside from the madness of March, what sports event are you most looking forward to this month? That is our KavanaughCars.com question. You can weigh in on the Right Fiber Hotline. By Ritter Communications, 8709-303-776. Again, thank you to Kate Carlton for taking time away from the beach. To, <laughs> to join us on the phone in the previous segment. He didn't actually take time away from the beach. He just called us from the beach. Uh, which, again, must be nice. But let's quit whining about it. And let's actually talk about the sports that are unfolding in Pensacola. Uh, he recapped, you know, did a great job of, of recapping A-State 76-65 women's win yesterday over ULM. But just quickly, some notes from from the box score since we didn't go over everything I'll talk about what stood out to me. You know, um, clearly the balance scoring was huge. Izzy Higginbottom with 19, Malin Wilkerson with 16, Lauren Pendleton with 13, Anna Griffin with 10. Um, you also had a ton of players step up rebounding wise. Um, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, six players that that had 
five or more rebounds, four more rebounds. So everybody kind of got in, in on the action there. Uh, that was very, very balanced. Uh, Cade mentioned that, you know, late into that game, A-State only had nine turnovers going into the final media timeout. And what was also impressive is that when A-State did make a few a few mistakes last night in that game, they didn't let ULM capitalize off of them at all. ULM had had five points off of A-State turnovers. And again, this game was closer last night than, than the final score indicated. Uh, A-State was up 20 points going into the fourth quarter. And just uh, going in, into that final period, A-State eventually got it up to, I think, even 23 before ULM was able to, to kind of surge there at the end. So it was kind of one of those games where it was where it was over and maybe some of A-State's most crucial or key players were not out on the court until we saw ULM go on a little bit of a run. One thing I, I meant to ask Kate about, and I, I totally forgot, but look, this bodes well for the next few games because you've got to play so many games in a row to be able to, to come out as a tournament winner. But nobody in that game last night played, or yesterday afternoon, excuse me, played more than 28 minutes. So that was, was huge, uh, in my opinion. The fact that A-State got up to enough of a lead in that game that you didn't have to have Izzy out there for 38 minutes or Lauren Pendleton out there for 38 minutes or anything close to it. Um, you got a little bit of rest, so hopefully that will bode well for tonight. 5 o'clock is that game, 4.30, your tip-off time. Already a game underway in Pensacola. Right now, Marshall is up on Coastal Carolina in women's action, 53-48. to 48. Former NEA standout Rochella Scott is on the court. Uh, good game for her so far today. She's got 14 points. Uh, she's So she's the second leading scorer on Marshall, and they've got three more minutes to hold off Coastal Carolina, and Marshall will advance. Now that's in the top half of the bracket. Uh, A-State women are in the bottom half of the bracket, so very unlikely that, that A-State would face either one of these teams. Because honestly, I don't think either one is getting past James Madison. That's not a knock on A-State to have a deep run. That's a, that's a knock on these other teams in the way this bracket shakes out. But, you know, not completely out of the realm of, of possibility. It's March. Weird things can happen. Uh, we certainly are aware of that. There's also fun things that can happen and cool things that can happen. And yesterday we told you about Antoine Davis. And uh, just as a refresher, if you didn't hear that story or, or are unfamiliar with that name, Antoine Davis is currently on a quest to break Pete Maravich's NCAA scoring record. Now, once again... This is not an apples-to-apples comparison because Pistol Pete, of course, played in a time where, you know, one, freshman didn't play with varsity, two, there was no three-point line, and he scored 3,667 points in three years. But if you're just looking at it from a numerical perspective, Antoine Davis is, is awfully close. He's now just 25 points shy of tying that record, 26 points of surpassing it. Now, Davis is a fifth-year senior, super senior. He had that bonus COVID year, so certainly his per-game average is, like, he can't hang with Pistol Pete, right? Like, it's not close. It's not close. But if you're just counting points, all of a sudden this is something that can really feasibly happen. Now, we told you about this yesterday because Antoine Davis plays for Detroit Mercy which is a team I don't think we've ever talked about on the program prior to yesterday's show. And uh, Detroit Mercy's not very good. 
They're not going to be getting an at-large bid into the NCAA tournament. So last night was actually the last game that they were guaranteed on the season. Everything from here on out or from last night on out is is survive in advance or your season's over. But they did go out last night and topped Purdue-Fort Wayne where Antoine Davis scored 38 points to lead all scores. So now they've got one more opportunity for Davis to surpass this record. I am big time rooting for this young man. Again, it's it's not an apples to apples comparison. And in no way are we saying that Davis's record is going to be perhaps more impressive or bigger or whatever than than Pistol Pete's, but I mean, it's still really cool. We could see history made tonight. So I am all about it. Nine three oh three seven seven six the number to call. Of course, in addition to all of uh, the NCAA action going on. One of our answers on Twitter about our, our question of the day comes from Jairus where he says uh, the NBA starts to get really interesting around this time as well. And although the Grizzlies certainly were not taking on a complete Lakers team last night at FedEx Forum, since of course there was no LeBron in that game, it was still nice, continues to be nice to, to see the Grizzlies um, add a couple more in the win column after after a shaky close to to the stretch before the All-Star break. Uh, last night, it was a 121-109 final there at FedEx Forum for the Grizzlies over the Lakers. And a big reason for that, you know, shockingly enough, was was Ja Morant. Uh, he finished with a, a triple-double. 39 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds. But the quarter where he just absolutely went off was in the third and scored 28 of his 39 points there. That's a Grizzlies record for most points in a quarter by a single player. And it helped the Grizzlies outscore L.A. 47-35 to in that quarter. And just anything John Morant did, anytime he touched the basketball, it went in. He made 10 of his 12 shots in that quarter. Same quote after the game. Uh, after the game, quote, I was just feeling it. I got going and I was able to keep it rolling and put us in good position to win that game. End quote. Clearly, I need to work on my John Morant accent because he does not sound like that at all. But... Uh, but, you know, just a, a great performance there. And then, of course, the Grizzlies did not fade down the stretch, which has been their biggest Achilles heel lately. Uh, whether they're playing top talent or, or teams without it or whatever, they just they faded so much. And they did outscore the Lakers a little bit there in the 428-25. But, of course, clearly powered by the fourth quarter, or the third quarter, excuse me. Had tip to Xavier Tillman as well. As he continues to have it to, to step up big in Stephen Adams' absence. And he finished with 18 points and, and 11 rebounds. So, although clearly, clearly you want Adams back out there and, and quickly. Uh, that could help the Grizzlies, you know, potentially down the stretch. Uh, just having another big guy that's that's capable of, of playing well at times. And Xavier Tillman, you don't know necessarily how he would be able to step up in Adams' absence. He's not a guy that typically gets called on for a ton of minutes. But he played 33 minutes last night. You know, he had 12 points and 7 rebounds uh, a couple of nights ago when this team took on Denver. Um, had uh, a good rebounding effort in, in the loss against Philly. So, look, you got to have somebody to step up, and, and he has. Although, by the way, do still anticipate perhaps seeing Steven Adams back. Uh, not this next game, but maybe, maybe Friday or, or the game after that, potentially. One more note on last night's Grizzlies win. Austin Reeves had 17. 
And he matched his season high with four three-pointers. So always good to see him shine. And he continues to get uh, a lot of minutes there with, with the Lakers. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the Lakers. LeBron's out, of course. Um, Anthony Davis is not going to be playing in the next game. So they're clearly going to be having some issues down the stretch if they want to continue to get to get to the playoffs. It's going to be a tough road to hoe there for L.A., no doubt. They turned it over 26 times last night. That's just, that is ugly basketball. I think the Grizzlies turned, the Grizzlies turned over six times. The Lakers turned it over 26 times. There is like no scenario <laughs> where you're minus 20 on turnovers and you win a game. Let's go to the phones and check in with Zach. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. Can you at least tell me this? Did Austin Raves at least have a decent game? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I, I talked about his numbers, I think, right when you were on hold or right when you were talking to Alex. He finished with 17 points and matched his season high with four three wow. corners. So he had a good 17? game. Yeah. What's the average on the season? Any idea? I'm going to double check on that because I was curious about yeah. it myself. So let's click on his pro- player profile. 10.7 points per game, 2.9 rebounds, 2.3 assists. Solid. That's yeah. Solid. You know, good role player stat there exactly he just you know he seems to be in his NBA career one of those guys who is embracing his role and leaning into it and then shockingly enough when that happens sometimes your role increases and I think that's what we've seen for for Austin Reeves since he joined that that Lakers team yeah I mean look at Derek Fisher he's one he was a he didn't put up huge numbers but he was a big part of that Lakers team back when they had that that run there that repeat and him and you know had to repeat with Kobe I mean you know, he's he's he does a solid job. He he's smart ball player. Don't make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, he's very smart. Yeah, I think I feel like last night. You know, he was aside from mm. Ja, of course, when he went off, they were constantly talking about him. But I feel like Austin Reeves got a lot of love on that broadcast last night. They praised him a lot for being a smart player and talking about his contributions, and and that's always fun to see. Yeah, uh, let me ask you this: the other LA team, the Clippers. Uh, how's Russell Westbrook fitting in with his new team? I don't know um, how much he's he, how much has he played it with them so far. Not sure. I heard Colin uh, Cowhart this morning talking about his debut. He made a really bad bonehead play in the game that cost him the game. So um, that's kind of when I was I was uh, <clears throat> wondering about that. I don't know. It looks like so he's played. Uh, I've got his numbers pulled up here. Yikes! Wow. So three three games so far with the Clippers and. <clears throat> In those three games, there was a 176 to 175 double overtime loss, a 134 to 124 overtime loss, and uh, the loss last night, 108 101 against Minnesota. Wow. How many times have teams got to learn that he just, he's just a stack guy? I just, I'm not, you know, trying to say he's not a talented ball player, but he just doesn't mesh well in, in team basketball. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean I look I did not see the play and, and have not heard Coward's commentary. I wasn't watching this this Clippers game last night. I I know that looking at it strictly uh from a stats perspective, you know, he it's not like he had like a five for fifteen shooting night or anything like that. The numbers aren't ugly, but of course numbers only only tell us so much and I don't have any kind of of, of inside in terms of, of watching him in a Clippers uniform. I have no idea. Well, the numbers at the end of the day that count the most are the win-loss column. Yeah. The numbers count the most. So No anyway. disagreement there, and, and he's 0-3 yeah. with the Clippers. Yeah. I know you said that uh, LeBron was out. Was, was Anthony Davis playing last night at least? He did, and he had a monster game. <coughs> um, 
getting dunked. It, it, it hurt him absolutely none to get completely annihilated by Jaron Jackson Jr. because he still put up absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous numbers. 28 points, 19 rebounds. There's no reason why this Lakers team can't sink the playoffs with him. I mean, he's capable of, and how old Anthony Davis? Is he even 30 years old yet? Well, here's the thing with Anthony Davis is that it's always something. And I don't know. I don't know what it is right now, but I know he's already been ruled out of tomorrow's game, or excuse me, tonight's game against the Thunder. He's not playing due to a foot foot thing. Imagine that, huh? So wow, the player that could have been. Uh, I'll say this: I don't think he should be in the top seventy-five greatest players of all time. I don't think he's done enough to deserve that that type of uh, uh, notoriety. Um, as much time as he's missed throughout his career. I mean, um, yeah, you have to be able to, to grade players on on actual contributions and not potential. By the way, he turns thirty in ten days. Well, I tell you, that's an old thirty, isn't it? That's there's a lot, a lot of miles on those twenty nine year old legs. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what's your question of the day, Carol? Aside from the madness, what sporting event are you most looking forward to in the month of March? Does the NBA playoffs get kicked off? Uh, at the end of March or is that April? It's in April, so we've still got a little bit more. Um, but there's going to be, I mean, this should be some some good basketball down the stretch because of just how tight some of these races are. I mean, yes, the uh, Denver looks pretty good in the West, but we're going to see a lot of changes in the standings over the next month. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Let me ask you one more thing here and I'll get off. <clears throat> Jokic, uh, is he the front runner for MVP again this year? Yes. Him or... Yeah, I think it's safe to say, and this is no slight on Carmelo Anthony or Dikembe Mutombo, but I think he's easily right now what what he's done. He's going to go down as the greatest uh, Denver Nugget of all time. You know, I just—I'll be honest with you—I just Mm. don't—I don't pay a ton of attention to Denver. I just—I just don't. Um, Me neither. And and that's partly just because I'm very—I have a very narrow NBA focus to begin with. You know, I kind of locked on the Grizzlies, and that's it. But I I just—I—I know I take him for granted. I shouldn't. But I take him for granted. Like I forget, I forget what uh, an incredible like triple double machine that he is, and just all of Unreal. the different ways he contributes. To that I I I <clears throat> forget how good he is, and he is really really good. Yes, he. I mean, he and he don't even get talked about as much as some of the other guys. But yeah, he's just like you said, a triple double machine. And Alex, I don't know how how uh, uh, what your knowledge is of the great players in Denver Nugget history, but I'd say that. Jokic is already making a case for being the GOAT that organization. I mean, I know LaFonso Ellis was good back in the day, and you had Chris uh, Jackson, Muhammad Abdul-Raouf. Then, like the two I just mentioned, Chris uh, or uh, Carmelo Anthony, and uh, it can be Matumbo, but Jokic, uh, already in his young career, I think he's already making a case to be the greatest player in franchise history. Don't y'all? I, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you in terms of... of, <laughs> of one look, I have like no knowledge. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. The list is the list has got to be short. Yeah, all time greats to come through Denver. The list is short. I'm. Uh, I I had to Google. I absolutely had to Google mm-hmm. and uh, check on the the Nugget rankings here. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That that doesn't knock your socks off, does it? No, it really, it really does not. And if you ask me, if somebody like put me on the spot and made me name the greatest Nuggets in franchise history, I mean, this it would, it would be, I would embarrass myself. Well, if 
Carmelo would have stuck around and not jumped ship and went to New York because he never again had that same success in the playoffs as he did out west with the Nuggets. Never, I mean, he never had that same success, you know, mm-hmm. playoff success. But those guys, remember those guys took LA to the limit back in, I guess, I think it was 2009 or 2010 in the conference playoffs. But uh, he could have been up there. But uh, Jokic, I think he's far and ahead, you know, already in his young career ahead of uh, the pack. Yeah. Don't forget, AI was a Nugget at one point. At one point, yeah, he was a Nuggets, and he was a Grizzly for a cup of coffee because he didn't want to be Mike Cone's backup. Yep. Yeah, that, yeah, AI does not does not count in our greatest Nuggets rankings. But I just wanted to throw that out there because I had forgotten right, about it. I like it. that. It's, it's history out there. See you guys. See ya. Yeah, thank you, Google, for that. That's what. Uh, <laughs> that's that's where that insight into the Nuggets came from. Uh, hey, let's step aside. Uh, we need to go ahead and, and take a break. Um, I want to come back, and, and we still haven't dived into some A-State baseball wins yet. Uh, that's certainly on the slate today also. When we come back, we should have our first final of the day for you from Pensacola and Sunbelt Action, so that is all on the way. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. It's time for the 52nd Annual Junior Auxiliary of Jonesboro Charity Ball, Saturday, March 4th at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Red Wolf Convention Center. Tickets are $175 per person, and you can get them now online at jajonesboro.org. That's jajonesboro.org. This year's theme is a circus soiree, a night under the big top. Registration will begin at 5.30 p.m. with the program and dinner at 6.30 and the live auction at 7.30. This year's program includes gaming with a poker tournament, dancing, live and silent auctions, and much more and live music this year with Memphis Soul Review performing on the Tommy's Express Car Wash stage. All funds raised through the event will go to support the 12 projects that are funded by the Junior Auxiliary in Craighead County. We'll see you at the 52nd Annual Junior Auxiliary of Jonesboro Charity Ball Saturday, March 4th at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Red Wolf Convention Center. Be sure to follow Junior Auxiliary of Jonesboro on social media for more details leading up to the Charity Ball. Hi, this is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders. One of the best parts of my job is hearing from our customers. Hi, this is Robbie Forkham from Jonesboro, Arkansas. Our experience with Roof Raiders was top-notch. They did a thorough inspection and explained exactly what needed to be done to fix our problem. Then they followed through with the plan to repair our chimney area where others had failed. No more leaks, and we couldn't be happier with their work. Locally owned with fast, reliable service, we're ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders. Always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. NEA Golf Cars reminds you the next spring will be here before you know it. And when it arrives, make sure you're making your way around the course in a sweet ride from NEA Golf Cars. And you can book yours now by calling 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars is home to all the top brands, including the industry-leading Onward by Club Car, plus a large selection of used carts and all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its very best. Visit NEAGolfCars.com or call 870-236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragon. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve, and that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are, 
That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with the perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, we're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. Sometimes the easiest upgrades make a home feel brand new, and new flooring is often one of those updates. Swapping worn-out floors or dated-looking carpet for luxurious wood-look vinyl plank is a quick and affordable way to transform a dated space into a modern home you can be proud of. With the largest selection of in-stock vinyl plank flooring at the guaranteed lowest price, Home Outlet is the destination for all of your home remodel needs. Visit the team at your local 100% employee-owned home outlet today. Have you mixed your pain meds, your sleep meds, your allergy meds? Call the Poison Helpline. Has your child eaten a tube of toothpaste, a chip of paint, a wild mushroom? Call the Poison Helpline. Have you been bitten by a spider, a snake, an insect? Call the Poison Helpline. Poisonings can happen at the home, on the job, or in the great outdoors. Call the Poison Helpline first for fast, free advice from medical professionals. Call 1-800-222-1222 anytime, anywhere. 1-800-222-1222. Save the number, save a life. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Not even going to lie, I feel all kinds of revitalized for the home stretch here of the Workday Red Zone. Two more segments left. Commercial break in between. I had a donut during the break, so like I'm, I got my game face on. I'm ready for March. We are good to go. Kara and Alex here with you in studio. Our CavanaughCars.com question. Aside from the madness, what sporting event are you most looking forward to in this month of March? That question is brought to you by our friends at CavanaughCars.com. A one-stop shop for your car buying needs. That's whether you're looking for a brand new vehicle or one that is just going to be new to you. Uh, they will help you completely from the beginning to the end of that process. Their full inventory is online, so you can get started shopping right now. And then once you pick out that perfect ride for you, you can go ahead and you know get pre-approved for your financing. You can find out what your trade-in is worth. Uh, you can just do everything you need to do there at KavanaughCars.com. I do love the fact that when you get into this time of year, you get you get some baseball weather going on. Um, the regular MLB season is going to get underway, what, the last day of the month? Or maybe the next to last day of the month? Either March 30th or March 31st is when the regular season will begin. We'll have the World Baseball Classic coming up this month, which is going to be interesting. There's some loaded rosters in that thing. And then, in the meantime, we've got college baseball to keep us occupied. And it was a great day yesterday at the Tom. Arkansas State, a better team. In Mississippi Valley State. It would have been disappointing if it had not been a 2-0 and day for the Red Wolves, but uh, they were able to to play well, pitch well, and it ended up being, instead of a 9-inning and 7-inning doubleheader, it would, ended up being two 7-inning doubleheaders because of how strong, not two 7-inning doubleheaders, two 7-inning games because of how strong A-State started in Game 1. Your two finals yesterday from the Tom, 12 to nothing in Game 1, 3-2 in Game 2. When we look at these games together, you know, I think what I liked the most is what you saw from the freshman on the mound. It was redshirt freshman Kyler Carmack that started game one, and he pitched four innings, 
Uh, just gave up one hit, did not walk a batter, and struck out six, which is a nice stat line. In the second inning, you had true freshman. Second inning, second game. I've all of a sudden forgotten what words are uh, here in this segment. Maybe that donut wasn't as good for me as I thought. I think I immediately have a sugar rush. Uh, in the second game, you had true freshman Chase Armstrong on the mound. He went four innings, did get hit a little bit more with six hits allowed, one run, and it was earned. But he also did not walk a batter, and he struck out five. So that was kind of the theme for the day. In fact, A-State altogether, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven pitchers took the mound yesterday total for at least one inning apiece. And out of those seven, a walk was issued. One walk. And... A-State struck out 11, 21 batters on the day. 21 strikeouts to one walk. Now, how good is that MVSU lineup that they were facing? Probably not. Not great. Not great at all. But, like, the the Delta Devils were not going to be good enough to beat you by themselves. So you did not want to give them opportunities uh, to beat you by by you know, walks or, or sloppy play or anything like that. AC did commit an error in each game. You certainly don't want to see that. But, again, at the end of the day, mostly solid performances throughout. Uh, <laughs> everybody had a good day at the plate, pretty much. Uh, Alan Greer and, and Will French both went four for five, or four for six. Uh, Will French scored five runs. Yesterday in those 14 innings. He was always on base. Uh, even drew a walk as well to go along with his four hits. He had an extra base hit. He drove in three. He has just had a really, really good start to the season. And again, that's what you want to see from your leadoff hitter. He is just, he is always on base, which is is perfect. Uh, but so many other guys had, had good days as well. Cody Darcy had three doubles yesterday. He was three for six. He scored a couple of runs. Um, so a good outing there. Also drew a walk. And again, pretty much everybody got in on the fun. The only player without a hit yesterday, Daedric Kale did go 0 for 5, but he did get on time, get on base a couple of times via walk and scored a run as well. So again, just everybody, everybody that started uh, was instrumental in the win. And with A-State taking that two-game midweek series, two games to nothing. Uh, the challenge will ramp up this weekend when the Red Wolves welcome Missouri State to the Tom. Just a reminder that they have already altered that schedule ahead of some March weather. There will not be a game played on Friday night at the Tom. I guess, uh, like, I'm not great at keeping up with weather. And, and when I am, I'm usually looking ahead like one or two hours to one or two days. But the weather on Friday looks a little bit dicey. So no game on Friday. Instead, they're going to play two. On Saturday, with first pitch set for game one at 2 o'clock, and then the second game going to be starting up about 30, 35 minutes after that. The series finale on Sunday is still going to be at its regularly scheduled time at 1 p.m., and of course you'll be able to hear those games here on the ticket. So no strangers to having the A-State baseball schedule changed uh, in the early part of the year. It's always something. And by something, I mean it's always Mother Nature. That's where I'm pointing my finger at. Uh, But hopefully, you know, more wins on the way for this A-State baseball team. Again, it will be a much tougher opponent rolling in this weekend. But 
We'll talk about that some more in, in a couple days when it's time to preview that series. In the meantime, we'll step away. We'll take our very last break of today's show. Come back, and who knows what we'll throw at you before we get out of here. We'll figure it out during the break. Keep it with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Visiting with Sunbelt champion sprinter Miles Thomas. Whatever the answer is, give me the honest answer. When you got in the blocks for the final of the 60, are you racing those dudes or were you racing Jalen Bacon? Yeah, I, I knew I was going to beat those guys. I knew I knew that wasn't the race. You, just, you asked him to be honest. Yeah. He's being honest. Yeah, it was more so I was racing that time. Racing the 6.56, yeah. Jalen Bacon. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puedes ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. Trucks, clothes, and fashion have changed drastically over the 68 years our family has been in the car business. But one thing that hasn't changed is the Glensane commitment to serving our customers and communities. Throughout our history, our customers and employees have become family. Our history of quality sales, service, and strong personal relationships have kept our customers coming back for over four generations. Whether you're looking to buy GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, the Glensane dealerships look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. Farmers, before you book your 2324 corn and Milo, call Pico Foods. Pico Foods is buying both new crop and stored corn and Milo right now at competitive prices. The eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers. So they buy corn and Milo from farmers year-round and at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday. And i got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose. From. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and & Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. Take time to exercise. 
focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Alex with you for just a couple more minutes. And so if you can talk quick, the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications is open at 870-930-3776. By the way, they bring you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. We have got so much going on at EAB over the next couple of days. Uh, just a reminder that uh, basically if, if you want to hear any basketball, we, we got you covered. Uh, with state tournament action um, on KISS FM coming up tonight for, for Brooklyn on the Wolf for JHS Girls coming up tonight. We've uh, got some some games, some Nettleton games on on Bob both early and late. Uh, Valley View Blazers in action on KBTN. And, of course, A-State coming up later on today here, in, here on the ticket in Sunbelt tournament action. I don't think I have my game face on for March, but it just is what it is. Alex, aside from the March Madness, what else? What else is on on the docket for you this month that you've got your eye on? I mean, how can it not be Cardinals opening day at the end of the month? Okay. I mean, I feel like that's got to be the big one because, you know, my whole, like, my year is planned out in terms of sports, you know, like, yeah, from January to college basketball is the main focus. Once that ends in March or April, kind of shifts to NBA slash MLB. Summer, it's all MLB, and that leads you into football. And it's endless loop. So, you know, really in March, once March Madness ends, it's either opening day or a little bit of NBA focus. But I'm very excited for baseball season this year. I do want to throw out as much for me as for anybody else some love for spring football because yeah, there's just true. so much going on that it kind of – I know it keeps slipping my mind that, oh, my goodness, all of a sudden that starts next week as well. Yeah, spring games are coming up, uh, you know, some – Later this month and definitely yeah. in the early parts of April. Yeah, there's a, because there's no actual set time uh, for spring games across NCAA or the FBS, schools just do that at their discretion. Sometimes you've got schools that are starting their spring camp like the first week of February. Yeah. And then sometimes you've got schools like A-State that won't start until, until early March, which means the spring game will be coming up in mid-April. Yeah, it's pretty exciting when you think about it. I mean, just even people, there's so many people that are against spring games. That say, oh, it's boring. It's just like an over-glorified scrimmage. But, hey, I would happily go sit in the stands on a nice spring day and watch an over-glorified scrimmage. I'd do that any yes, day. Yes, yes. That sounds perfect. Yes, of course it's a scrimmage. I don't care. Yeah, watch it anyways care. and talk about it and, and yeah. discuss it in every single possible way and over-analyze everything we see with rosters that won't even be complete yet yes sign me up for all of that yep i'm there i'm there every year i'm gonna i'm watching them on tv i'm watching them in the stands like it's it's it gives us something to talk about and it is fun i mean you can learn a lot from your spring games that people don't think you can but you i mean because they go kind of light they don't go too hard but i mean you can still learn a lot about the roster and the talent that you have especially for for younger teams like a state's gonna have yeah yeah we will learn a lot about the roster and just what the potential depth chart could look like look like i also do love and it and it will not pertain to later on in the season but you always have that one spring game super, superstar 
Yes. That guy that's a walk-on that they throw out at the end and make some stupid catch that you didn't know he was capable of. I'm looking forward to finding that guy as well. Because Always. it might be the only time they get their name called, you know? Oh, yeah. So why yeah. not give that player some love as well? March 9th is when that'll start up for A-State. And there will be a million different things. Even though that's only eight days away, there will be a million different things that happen between now and then. And that, of course, uh, includes some basketball coming up later on tonight and tomorrow in Pensacola and, and all kinds of stuff. But, hey, that's a wrap for us today here on the Workday Red Zone. A big thank you to Keith Merritt for hanging out with us in Hour 1. We'll talk with him tomorrow as well. But then also thank you to Kate Carlton who joined us today to talk some A-State women's basketball live from the beach. I know that was really tough on him, and we, oh, yeah. we appreciate him going out of his way for that. Hey, uh, keep it here. The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next. Will there be a drive today? No, no okay, drive all right, today all right. and no drive tomorrow either. Okay, well, uh, you can understand that pregame coverage for A-State women's basketball against Georgia Southern starts at 430 yes. and then tip-off at 5 o'clock. Uh, in the morning, everybody is busy with tournaments and combine and everything else, but we'll be back tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. Alex, thank you for your help today. Yeah, I guess see you tomorrow. All right, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a great, great day. This is Will Oswald with your Wednesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plants and Tire Service. A big day for A-State Sports on Tuesday with four big wins. In the Seminole Conference Basketball Championship Tournament in Pensacola, Florida yesterday, the A-State women with a big first-round win over ULM 76-65. Levin Izzy Higginbottom's 19 points. They'll take on Georgia Southern in the second round this 